can you like talk to Jason Tatum about his hair for me? Like when you get the chance, it looks like a helmet. It's gross. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Uh, I mean, that's why he's got to wear the sweatband. Ladies and gentlemen, two fighters enter. One fighter leaves the is up everybody welcome back to grudge match and i think even though i was a little bit you know a little bit discombobulated last week sammy boy here owes me a little bit of an apology we'll get to that in the title fight sammy um but uh (laughs) uh before we uh get started on that little apology and the fight related to it uh sammy here did a brilliant job uh there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of hot, hot tea in the world of sports over this past weekend. A lot of ratchet, ratchet, ratchet. <laughs> Some tea. of the most ridiculous stuff. <laughs> I mean, a very fitting weekend in 2020. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, and so with that, we have a couple of really, really topical undercards for you today. <laughs> our 65 listeners, uh, Sammy, why don't you uh, lead us off? We we watched. I, I don't know if you watched it. I didn't watch it. I just kind of followed it along because I had two Broncos on my fantasy team. And it was the dumbest football game that I've ever seen updates of in my life. Are you losing in fantasy this weekend? Because I, I already am. I lost because Antonio Robinson did phenomenal for me, but Kyler crapped the bed big time. Big time. Uh, Kyler crapped the bed. Uh uh, let me see. Alvin Kamara. They don't use him anymore. I don't know why. Like, I get it, but it's still stupid. Um, yeah. to the point where I have, where I might have to bench him as ridiculous as that sounds. Cause they don't use him. Yeah. Um, but getting to the point, my starting tight end, um, who's been like a top 11 tight end and you can't do much better than top 11 on your roster with tight ends. It's been awful for tight ends in 2020. Noah Fant from the Denver Broncos. Great body for a tight end, great hands, very young, a little bit injured on and off, but he's pretty dependable until every single quarterback on the roster gets hit with the COVID stick and you bring in like the Denver equivalent of Vince Papali. Uh, <laughs> what, are, what are the rumors? I, I, yeah, the rumors for this weekend were crazy on who was going to be playing. I heard. Uh, they contact uh, Jokic for, or I it's think Jokic true. actually contacted them. Obviously, you know that what? Was a joke, but in I retro- wouldn't be shocked. In retrospect, in retrospect, I think Jokic would have done better. Um, maybe John. I heard John Elway uh, was was thrown <laughs> into the loop. I heard heck. I even heard the offensive coordinator was thrown in the category. Yeah, you know, um, the similar thing, just to touch on my Homer Giants for a second, the similar thing happened to us. I don't know if we had, like, Jimmy Hoffa coming back from the dead to play for us once uh, DJ came back uh, from his hamstring. I was really scared for a second. I'm still scared. Uh, But a similar (laughs) thing happened in Denver. Um, Literally nothing went down. Nothing fun happened out I did watch the game, honestly, and I was really hoping for a Cinderella (laughs) run. I was really, I mean, I read things on the guy. I heard, like, he worked in sales last year. He only made, like, 35K. (laughs) He made the, like, practice squad this season. I heard he played, like, college, you know, in quarterback in high school. Uh, I heard he won a championship or something. I don't know. There were just so many things about the guy. I I can't even remember the guy's name. I really can't. I was just but, about to ask you what his name was. <laughs> no, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even know if you smacked me upside the head. And <laughs> I was just thinking when I was watching this game, I'm like, oh, wow. I, I was kind of hoping the guy was like going to be like a homer. I hope he was going to like do phenomenal. But it just goes to show two things. One, this is a reality. <laughs> yep. This is a reality check. But two, I guess I was really happy to see. Not, I didn't want to see him fail at, at all. I don't want to see anybody fail. But I wanted – it was a good perspective showing that the job is tough. 
the job is hard. It's not a cakewalk. You know, when some people are like, oh, put me in there, I could do it. Like, no. Well, it, well and I it think definitely too, was a wake-up call. I think in recent years, we've been spoiled with the great performance of backups, right? Obviously, Alex Smith came back from the dead this year. I mean, Kyle Allen made his entire career um, as a starter based off of what he did last year. Same thing with... Uh, same thing with um uh uh, uh oh Jesus uh Jags starting QB um, oh right now oh uh, Minshew Gardner Minshew same, same, same thing like Minshew mania like he was he was a backup and even like what was it Dak team... Prescott his entire career was made off of him coming on as a backup for Tony Romo back in the day so I think we were bound to uh, uh hit like off of the roulette as like you know. Especially in 2020, we kind of see it coming, right? Yeah, it's well, sad, absolutely. but and you hate to see it, but you know, this is this is this is what is expected when you are a fifth string QB <laughs> in the NFL. It's a hard position. This, I, I, I love that you bring out <laughs> this Hollywood story, um, because you came up with a very beautiful, beautiful framing for an undercard. And I w- I've wanted to touch on movies for a long time. I think you're right. This is a story that is ripe for uh, a, a Hollywood retelling. Um, so first of all, I want to get this out of the way off the jump. We were going to fight about this. You were talking about this in prep. Um, I think that this movie is going to be a comedy. Oh, absolutely. Right right okay. off the bat. Like, okay, so we're both shooting for comedy. Who's produ- Who's... Who's making the picture? I think for me, it's Warner Brothers. Maybe. I, it, I it, can Warner Brothers. Brothers. it can I be Warner Brothers. It can be Warner Brothers. Okay, um, all right. Um, I don't even know who's directing it, but I didn't even go that much into depth. But obviously, we're both agreeing our movies are a comedy. <laughs> I guess, right off the bat, who who's or what's the story? What's your story on this? So, I really loved your angle on sales. Um, I want... Uh, I really like love the angle of just like an uncle rico style sort of guy that's just a schmuck this is like you remember napoleon dynamite uncle rico's like back in my day oh you kidding throw that ball clear over their mountains (laughs) i take state (laughs) so i really love that i really love that concept just turn to 11 and have like you know you know the story of invincible oh Um, yeah i want that like turned on its head and to that um i want to see if will ferrell can look young enough in makeup oh you to have a like bitch. a blade that of was glory. my that was literally my take that was really? except my, my story was a little different so my story was this guy who gets drafted as you know not even as a starter just as a backup but he's just making bank. He's just making money. And he's just like, this is the easiest job ever. You know, we got a starting quarterback. And he's like the Super Bowl winning guy. He's still partying. He's getting off the ladies. You know what? No, 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 no. And Hold then... up. Hold up. I'm changing my thing up then. Take Will Ferrell. Take Will Ferrell. Okay. Take Will Ferrell. Then, I'll give my pitch. Give your pitch. And then I guess the starting quarterback, I would put in there. Who would I have my starting quarterback actor be? It probably would be... um. Uh, you know what? I've loved this duo for quite a while. I'm going to go with Mark Wahlberg as the starting quarterback. I was thinking of that when I thought of Invincible. Like just, <laughs> I was thinking of him, and then just he gets injured, and then Will's like, no, 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 come on, man. You got you, you can keep playing. Get back out there. He's like, and you know, Marky Mark's like, no, you've got to go out there. He's like, mother. Like, he just, he, he's okay. just getting sacked out there, and he's like, ugh. Thank God it was just a sprained ankle for, you know, Mark. He'll go back out there. And then, you know, it's he hears. And they treat it like how he doesn't even hear from the – he hears from ESPN before anybody else. He hears from Adam Schefter. Like, breaking news, Mark Wahlberg, whatever the actor's name. I haven't even came up with their character's name yet. Yep. But it was just like, breaking news from Adam Schefter. Mark Wahlberg has a torn ACL. He will be out for the rest of the season after just one week. And then Will Ferrell's got to come in and – He's like, you mean to tell me I have to do this job now? <laughs> um, okay. I think I would see Samuel Adam or Samuel Adam, Samuel L. Jackson as the head coach, as Vic Fangio. <laughs> or are you doing like a totally like original concept based on this thing? Original concept on this whole. Thing. So I would take Samuel L. Jackson as the head coach. Okay. In, in All this right. film. 
the okay. GM, I I don't know who I would have as the GM yet. Maybe I haven't even really thought that far. It's got to be someone older, but who's still around. I thought about a female. I thought about Betty White for a hot second as being the owner of the team. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's weird, but okay. I mean, it's it, it gets the ratings. It's yeah, it, it's yeah, yeah. Get, we're we're shooting from you know a full throttle, full Fair. throttle. And I think it could probably shoot for an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor would be Mark Wahlberg. Or no, no, probably Samuel L. Jackson. He probably won Best Perform, you know, Best Supporting Actor in a comedy. Okay. And that's and they look because of what around. you're doing. Because of what you're doing, I'm gonna change my pitch up. Okay. <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, was was going to be my starting quarterback, but no. Imagine this. A schlubby office worker. Um, he works sales for the Broncos organization, right? Like, he does, like, season ticket sales. Yeah. He's just kind of schlubby. Like, he, he, he doesn't really, you know, he kind of slacked off. He won a couple of state championships back in high school. Um, <laughs> but then, you know, he's one of those people that's like, I could have gone to the league, but, like, you know, I kind of, like, messed up my leg, that kind of thing, right? Very, very uh, 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 nothing type of guy. Played by Paul Rudd. Oh. <laughs> He's such a vanilla dude, though. That That's the best part about it. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, ima- <laughs> so imagine, imagine Paul Rudd. And uh, uh, um, I think he, like, has, like, a magical, just once-in-a-lifetime interaction with this young, douchey QB for the Denver Broncos based on Drew Locke, played by Dave Franco. They look exactly oh, the same. Dave Franco out of they, all of them? They oh, look exactly the same. They look exactly the same. Um, Dave Franco smokes too much of that Denver Kush Kush. That's the app. And gets himself injured, and then everyone gets COVID. That's where we get the R rating right stick. there. <laughs> and Paul Rudd, every, like everyone is wondering, where do we find our quarterback? And then as it so happens... The GM slash coach of the Denver Broncos, or oh. like, if you wanna, if you wanna like Mike this and call them like the Denver High Tops or something like that, something really <laughs> dumb. Um, the GM and coach hybrid because they're such a shitty team, played by Will Ferrell because Vic Fangio and John Elway look exactly the same. They look exactly the goddamn same. If you look at them, they look exactly the same. He sees all of these, like, bullcrap trophies and, like, one varsity letter on Paul Rudd's, like, cubicle. And he's like, hey, you, you're our guy. We already pay you. <laughs> and that's it. Now, uh, who, it would, that's would it be it. up for Academy Award nominations at all? Absolutely not. It would be, on, it would be, it would be on, it would be, like, it, we're not going for, like, the big short here. Or anything like that. We're looking for, like, Blades of Glory. We're looking for I Love You, Man. We're looking for, like, uh, just... I'm still I'm still hoping Samuel L. Jackson pulls that Academy Award. Hey, nomination. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm saying he's getting nominated. <laughs> so, here's my trouble with Samuel L. Jackson being in this film. I feel like he's going to lend too much dramatic gravitas to the But film. that's what makes it funny. <laughs> when it's just over the top, and the fact that Will Ferrell... And that's another thing is like since he'll become the starting QB, I think we need like a cameo. I'm thinking about throwing Brucey in there from the Longest Yard. Okay, okay. As as the backup. Weird. It- okay. <laughs> I like it. I guess. But I guess we also need that one athlete, that one um, former. Okay, if you could bring back one former Hoth that's still alive, who who would it be? <laughs> So, like, you know, Michael Irvin was in Longest Yard. Oh, I already know where you're going. Oh, let me guess. Shannon Sharp. It's going to be Shannon yeah. Sharp. Hey, Why would it not be? Yeah. Why would it he's a, he's a former Bronco, Sammy. Uh, I would honestly bring back – I'd bring back – who would I bring back? Probably Randy Moss. Okay, here's my thing, though. How back- much screen experience does Randy Moss have? I can guarantee you Shannon Sharp's going to be the better actor. Mm, yeah, but I feel like Randy Moss would definitely bring in the money. <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
Sammy. Sammy, Listen, Randy we get Moss brings of... in the money on the football field, but Shannon Sharp has ha, has audiences from two places now. Exactly, which will make people be like, you know what? I've seen enough of Shannon Sharp five days a week. I think I can wait for it to come on HBO at like no! two o'clock in the morning. Uh, <laughs> okay, as far as as far as we know, Randy Moss has just been chilling in like L.A. With, like, his slides and sock combo on and doing nothing. Shannon Sharp has been staying tight. He's been staying, like, screen ready this entire time. And he's a former Bronco. Okay, well, who's the enemy? All right, who's the, like, who's the villain in the movie? Like, and, like, you know, that one player on the opponent's team. Uh, ooh, 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 okay, okay. The villain? You know what? I think I want the villain to be Mark Wahlberg. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I want, okay. So, 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 so imagine them like isolated in co like from COVID in Denver, like with a few days before the game. And this is just going to cover like three or four days. Right. Yeah. With a couple of flashbacks here and there. Um, Mark Wahlberg is going to be mm. the opposite quarterback. Uh, my villain was going to be like, so I told you my, movie was going to take place like during the whole season marky mark tore acl you know will ferrell's whatever uh it's got to be the so denver's in the same conference as kansas city and i feel like they face each other you know so they face each other twice the season i feel like patty mahomes no it's actually not patty mahomes it's actually going to be like the coach okay here's but here's a here's a game changer it's going to be Michael Keaton that's playing the <laughs> head coach. That man can be funny. That man, I definitely feel like he'll definitely be trying to, like, flaunting it up to Will Ferrell on the sideline. <laughs> okay. As the head coach of Kansas City. They okay. meet each other twice in the regular season. Then they'll meet each other in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, so, so Sammy, just really quick. Run through your cast again. Okay. So, um, and as I'll the run ba- through mine. Okay. Backup, backup quarterback, the main character, Will Ferrell. The starting quarterback is Mark Wahlberg. Okay. And then, I mean, the only reason I'm picking him is because I really can't think of anyone that could fit that category, really. Mm-hmm. Unless you can throw a bajillion other names out there. Sure. I have my name out there. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Yeah, the, he's a second stringer. I'm talking about a first stringer. So next, I would have Samuel L. Jackson playing the head coach. And then as the owner, I would have Betty White. And then the villain of the movie would be Kansas City's head coach, Michael Keaton. Okay. That's a, that's a star-studded. Hopefully I can stay under the 100 mil payroll. So, um, <laughs> you know uh sammy that um like how this all happened right it happened because all of the quarterbacks just hung out with each other (laughs) yes i did yes i i did hear about that that was yeah so that's my framing reference for this (laughs) so um my director is going to be judd apatow duh like i'm using a a lot of judd apatow names yeah. Um, your coach GM is going to be Will Farrell. Your starting quarterback is going to be Dave Franco. Your backup two QBs are going to be James Franco and, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, Jason Siegel. Oh, Jason Siegel. And your backup to the backup to the backup to the backup that just works in the schlubby office is Paul Rudd. And that's where you get, like, there's going to be, like, a 15-minute scene where all of those quarterbacks are just smoking that Denver kush-kush, and they all get, like, fantasy COVID disease. Oh, my gosh. Um, My villain is going to be the other team's quarterback. Uh, It's not going to be... It's not going to be a... uh, It it won't be an in-conference game. It'll be, like, an East Coast team. Um, maybe it will be the Eagles have some fun continuity with invisible with invincible played by Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) 
And the owner, I decided the owner, James Earl Jones. Oh, wow. Hopefully he can get out of that chair. He doesn't have to. Hopefully, 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 hopefully somebody can roll him to set. That he doesn't have to. That's the best part. Like, like what I want, I what I liked about your thing with Michael Keaton, and, and maybe not as much Betty White, but Michael Keaton, is that you have a slower element to your film. But Michael Keaton's still pretty intense. But I need someone that's very deadpan or very deep and very mellow and honey-flowing to, like, just change up the pace wildly whenever they're on. And that's James Yeah, Rogers. but you... You also need that guy that, or you need that one guy, that one celebrity that everyone, when they see in the movie, they're like, hey, you know, know, that guy. Like, is that James Earl Jones? Like, oh, let's not ignore the fact that this is James Earl Jones. That was my pick for Betty White when they're like, dude, is that Betty White? (laughs) That would be funny. it's freaking Betty White. But I feel, but, but I feel like Betty White is going to take away energy wise from the rest of the cast james earl james earl jones won't you have a lot of dynamic names but they're all going to clash mine all have already worked together they're very hybridized this screams judd apatow slapstick um what uh, last thing before we uh leave it up to the vote what are you calling your movie oh um deep threat (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm calling mine hail mary Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. Um. All right. So that being said, America, vote for either Deep Threat or Hail Mary. Uh, we'll post the casts to our uh, social media, to the Grudge Match pages. Um, vote. Let us know which cast you like better, what film you like better. Um, and vo- And sound off on how bad the Denver Broncos are going to continue to be. Okay, moving from ridiculous sports story to ridiculous sports story. Um, Sammy, I play a lot of basketball, um, and this weekend left me feeling pretty bad about myself. Uh, (laughs) As a fan of the NBA, it looks like every detractor of the NBA and basketball in general uh, was proven right. Apparently, basketball players aren't tough. Uh, Nate Robinson can't oh, ever put their head on a swivel. show up anywhere ever again. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say, man. Oh God. Um, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was rooting for Nate. I was definitely, I was pulling for him. But after I saw that, I thought this was perfect for the it boxing was. world. I, I kind of got happy because I was like, oh snap! This means more basketball players are gonna come out and they're gonna try and prove that they. Well, can it, box. it made me feel doubly bad because I don't know if you followed Jake Paul or like the Paul brothers. They are awful human beings. Oh, I follow them. They're they're America's nightmare. But you know what? That's what gets the ratings. They get the they get the viewership and the fact that he put down Nate Robinson just made him even a bigger villain. Which I guess that's why. I kind of like him. I always like the villains. I don't know, Sammy. That, the, I always like because you're the, the villain of your own show. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when I watch movies, I love that's the villains. Awful. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like heroes. Heroes make stories. Villains okay, so make you, movies. Are, are you one of those people that was like a Johnny Lawrence fan before Cobra Kai came out? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? I love Johnny Lawrence. I'm like, I I thoroughly believe. Daniel LaRusso deserved every ass whooping he got in high school. What? Johnny. I I thoroughly believe. Okay, he outside it. of being a bad actor, Johnny Johnny's a victim. By the way, he he is uh, the victim. You know what? Okay, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. Well, so this puts us if in the a frame be- of reference. If the belt don't fit, he must quit. Um, obviously, Sammy, you think Jake Paul's gonna fight someone again, right? Oh, absolutely. He holds the belt, the imaginary belt, the the celebrity champion of the world. I love so, this. I don't like him, but I love how he's created this. Like, do you know how much breaking news this came out? Like, who's gonna fight Jake Paul next? Like, <laughs> he knocks someone out in the second round. They're making him sound like he's gonna be the next best thing, which we all know that's not true. But everyone wants a piece of him, and I love it. I love it. It is good for our so business. To that, um. Uh, Sammy, in, in a weird way, uh, this next undercard is pitting Jake Paul against another celebrity fighter. Um, Sammy, <laughs> you, uh, oddly enough, went for a cultural hero. 
Um, talk about that for a second. I did. Um, America's Sweetheart uh, in the 90s. And no, I'm not talking about Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I mean, great human being, though. Uh, by the way, Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. Anyway, um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just I trying to get a rise like, out of most I nearly, smacked you through this FaceTime call. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so this young man was a phenomenal actor in The Little Vampire. Nightmares. He also has been... Um, talked about getting an Oscar nomination for his role in Jerry Maguire. Never got nominated, but he was in discussion. And by the people, I mean me. I was the only person discussing it. And he was in Stort Little 1 and Stort Little 2. Jonathan, the lip-poppin' lip Nicky, he is coming out guns blazing. This kid looks like a beast right now. I was going to say, I love that pick. Because Jonathan Lipnicki is a child no longer. <laughs> he looks terrifying. I know. He looks like he could he looks like he could kill me in one Ge- like genuinely. He looks like he trained on a mountain alone somewhere. Um and and, and I think, you know, he's a cultural hero, right? He is the purest expression of a uh, 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 like pure. Like whenever, whenever it's like, oh, that's so pure. They're always talking big Jonathan Lipnicki energy. Um, yeah, and I've never heard any bad things about this guy either. We've heard bad things about, you know, or not bad things, just bad things happening to like Macaulay Culkin, and you know, there weren't really any huge celebrities at the or younger celebrities at that nope. time. So you really can't unless there was the. That one kid that would, you know, that big line, what was it? I see yep. dead people or yeah, he, he I doesn't look good going dude. On with him, but he, if you played the yeah, recent, yeah, if you exactly. played the most recent 2k or like maybe two 2ks ago, uh, oh. he plays like a character and they did character modeling. He's not ready to fight. Definitely not ready to fight. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't even think he's ready to call a Ew. fight. So, but with that, I definitely think Jonathan Lipnicki could, he looks like he is in phenomenal shape, surprisingly. And if I really had to predict going how many rounds, I think he could take it the distance. I think unanimously he will win. I don't think it'll be a knockout. Actually, no, screw it. When guys don't know how to really box, it ends pretty early. So I would say Lipnicki would win in the third round. Now, now it was said Jake Paul is a pretty good boxer. Like, he, he's, he's certainly, like, still amateur. But he definitely is, like, at least on the borders of becoming, you know, a real pro boxer. Yeah, but Jonathan Lipnicki's America's sweetheart. Fair. And he can... Fair, 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 fair. And I know if he could dream it, he can do it. He... <laughs> he there is no doubt in my mind. He all right, all right, all right. Sammy, 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 you're, you're doing Stuart Little's job right now. Um, My pick. Absolutely not, no. Uh, so I batted around a couple of uh, 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 picks. I, I told you about my idea for Baker Mayfield... Uh, you suggested maybe Zach Efron would be fun. <laughs> I even thought, as per my, um, as per my um, recent uh, pending jersey purchases, Corbin Blue would have been really fun. Uh. Uh, especially because he is an experienced <laughs> boxer, as per the Disney Channel original movie Jump In. Oh yeah, he was he was going for the going golden for the gloves. golden gloves, baby. Uh. Yeah, he instead he wanted hey, to jump hey, rope. Hey, jump rope is a hard thing to do, man. <laughs> yeah, so is boxing, but you know, but hey, I I, I definitely understand. And that was a good, if you picked Corbin Blue, I, I would have said that was a good pick. I am not picking Corbin Blue because I want someone that makes waves. When you make a fight, you want to make waves, and you want a star that makes waves. Nate Robinson is fine. He's he's like mid. Like he, he there there are a couple of like. NBA players I might have picked that would have been a little bit better. I think Stefan Marbury would have been hilarious if he was still young. Marbury would have been a really but good one. Yeah. My pick. Um, and yes, he is still currently playing um uh, uh his sport right uh, now. But he was pretty much retired as of like a couple of months ago. And I looked at their uh heights and weights. They are pretty equal. They're only three pounds apart as per their last weigh-ins. I'm picking Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver Antonio Brown to fight Jake Paul. 
Oh my god. They're only three They're pounds only three apart? pounds apart. Well, if you think about it this way, um, Ant- uh, Antonio Brown isn't like your uh, outside receiver. He's very much slot uh, specialist, right? So that means he's compact. He's a little bit skinny, um, has a lot, a lot of leg power in those little chicken legs of his, and he's made his money as a speedy route runner. He is, I think, 189 pounds. Jake Paul is 186. Their heights are relatively similar. They're both equally villainous. And, you know, uh, uh, as much as Tom Brady vouches for Antonio Brown, we all know Antonio Brown isn't the best human being on this planet. We all know Jake Paul isn't the best human being on this planet. Why not let them duke it out for villain of the year next year? That would get a lot of viewings right there. That would, uh, but I definitely think Antonio Brown would put him down in the first round. Libnicki, we don't know that. Yeah, uh, that's true. Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown has like street hands, maybe, and he might be like physically stronger. But Jake Paul has been, you know, undergoing semi-professional to professional training for a while now, like technique-wise. God, how how embarrassed do you think Nate Robinson is right now? Oh, he can't show his face in public. I mean, I know we have no room to talk because it does take a lot of balls to step in the ring and do it. It does, but he, he didn't train. Yeah. You know what You know what the like, problem was? It was the shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the shoes. Uh, he he, he should have come into the ring wearing his uh, kryptonite green jerseys. <laughs> that should have been. That should have been the, the, the trunks. That would have been really fun. Yeah, that would have been I dope. I couldn't stop but laughing so- how many times he fell. I was just like, oh my god. Like <laughs> it was really bad, dude. It was really bad. Um well, so here he, this this is my thing. I think that Antonio Brown experiences uh, a, a a similar experience to Nate Robinson. He's closer to the peak of his athletic powers, but I I I I think that he gives a more even matchup to Jake Paul than Lipnicki does. Cuz Lipnicki has been training since he was like what, 12? Yeah. Yeah. And he's only been doing this for the past however long. Jake Paul has been, you know, as much as, you know, I like to put him on blast, he has a lot of stuff going on. He's a very prolific human being. And boxing and combat sports is only one of his folk like one of his foci. It's one of his hobbies. <laughs> you know. I think that's the funniest thing that boxing is his hobby. <laughs> and he still kicked Nate Robinson's ass. So um, America, who do you think uh, would make a better fight for Jake Paul? Who would you rather see step into the ring? Would you rather get reunited with the sweetheart of your childhood dreams, Jonathan Lipnicki, or would you rather see a battle of Hollywood villains in Antonio Brown and Jake Paul? Okay, now, we haven't had a nice, goofy fight in a while. Um, but that's just the appetizer for what I'm sure is going to be a very spirited title card. Um, because, Sammy, I know that I did something very stupid last episode. I had some early Thanksgiving food, and it made me a little bit drowsy, whatever. But I want to hear an apology from you, goddammit. Because the NBA is scheduling games for Christmas. They've... And remember, I predicted that they start on the 22nd. You weren't even sure. And they are starting on the 22nd. God damn you, Sammy. I want an apology. Well, I'll give you two apologies. One is the, you know, I apologize for criticizing you in the last episode <laughs> for you of uh, talking about like, oh, yeah, the, you know, they're having it on Christmas this year. Uh, we got the Raptors versus, the, you know, we got the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Celtics. <laughs> We don't have to um, recap. (laughs) But my second apology is, um, I really don't know what my second second apology is, to be honest. I guess the reason I was just warming up to it is because this Thanksgiving football was horrible. Um, I actually want to apologize to you for that because I had a lot of fun with Redskins Cowboys. I mean, I only did for fantasy, but, uh... I don't. What was it? Uh, uh, Texans Lions ended up being pretty fun. I actually disagree with you there. 
Yeah, well, I I always love having the three games, and then when they just like, oh, we're canceling this game on Thanksgiving Day, it just left the afternoon so awkward. It did. Like, it did right, leave well, the afternoon awkward, but uh, uh, we we were given more fireworks in those two games than in those two games in the last previous five ten years combined, right? Like, let you know. Yeah, I, I'll say that, but I guess it just left me a little. Because I was just like, all right, these games aren't going to be that big of a deal. Oh, like, no. I don't really care. But JJ but Watt scored was... a touchdown. Like, that's fun, you know? You have yeah. Antonio Gibson on your fantasy team. That must have been fun to watch he, the numbers go up. Kyler Murray crapped the bed. I mean, he, he got me. Antonio got me the head start, but now it's it's all it's all over. It's all over from that. But now, looking at the Christmas schedule, I'm just like, my God, these are great games. I but told you, these are going to be really, we, we really good but games. But we don't know what COVID's going to do. No, 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 we don't. And this is a tentative schedule. Um, so I think, you know, we'll, we'll just go through these games time by time. I do notice one matchup that we'll be saving for last because I think that's going to be the meat of this title fight. Uh, but we're just going to just knock off some predictions real quick. Uh, first, we have uh, Zion and the Pelicans versus... Jimmy Butler, and I think at this point it can be called Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo's Miami Heat. What do you have? I, I think I really have the Heat comfortably winning this one for me. They still got Jimmy B, and they got Bam. I want the Pelicans to win, in all honesty. So do I. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Eric uh, Eric Stankowitz, my boy out there. He's a diehard Heats fan. I'm sorry. Um, I want the Pelicans to win, but my... My my wallet is saying the Heat's gonna win. I don't know what it is. I I'm still not believing in Zion as much as I really want to. I don't believe in him. Well, I think the, the, I have the same doubt in my mind because Zion, uh, uh, he hasn't when he's on the court. The Pelicans are remarkably better than they are without him off of it. And remember how we talked about? I think we had a, a big thing about uh, a big stink about Brandon Ingram and how good he was this past year. And the numbers support that. Like, without Zion on the court, the Pelicans aren't really that good with just Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart, or whoever else you want on there. Plus, they lost Drew Holiday. I think... I I, I think this... The Pelicans seem random. It seems like the NBA really wants to push this whole Zion narrative, but I don't even know if he's healthy, what his weight is going to look like, right? We haven't heard mm. anything. This is happening... Like with Christmas dinner, like on the horizon, and Thanksgiving in the recent past, I don't know what Zion's gonna do. I don't even think the Pelicans make the playoffs this year. This is a, this for me is by far the driest of these matchups. Would you consider Zion being one of the most overrated players to ever come out of the draft? I disagree with that. You disagree with that because okay. when he is there, he's incredible. Who do you think? Super, super, super quickly. No, like reasoning. Who do you think is the most overrated? Like to come out of like the draft, number... everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy's like the best thing." Uh, like he will be. You know what? I think for a while there, we rated uh, Andrew Wiggins really, really high. Um, but honestly, I think for right now, in the in in the recent past of the NBA, my most overrated player that went number one or, like, was a top pick is probably going to be Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was uh, was Lonzo pick number one? No, he was not. No, okay, okay. That, all right, then, yeah, I, I would say Cat. Because, like, I, it's it's a lot of anti-calorie stats, man, and I, I, I think, you know... Not to not to get off the point too much, but if you if you look at what Zion has done for the Pelicans, even in his limited time, his margins are and advanced stats are already better than what Cat has done for the Wolves. He's just got to play more games. Like he can't be you know, a seasonal player. I think I think that's my issue with Zion. I know he can be good, but can he stay, you know, good and stay healthy and stay? It remains on to, track? it remains to be seen. And he looks still. He still looks inhuman when he when all cylinders are firing. It just remains to be seen what cylinders are firing come Christmas Day. Uh, so moving on, we. I think this is another dry matchup for me. Uh, uh Warriors Bucks. It would have been better with both Splash Brothers. Um, but Draymond's old. They're nursing a rookie. It's literally for me. I. It's starting to feel like Steph is going to be alone out there. You'd think the NBA would be smart 
to be like, oh, Clay Thompson hurt her, hurt his, yeah, he's out for the rest of the season. All right, let's get another team in there. Like really? Of all of like really? This is what I'm gonna say. Of all the matchups, I think that this is gonna be the reason why they say tentative. Because depending on how the Warriors go, I, this is gonna be a slaughter. I think. Like I love Steph Curry. It remains to be seen how sustainable he can be on his own when teams now know to just key in on him. Because let's be honest, the Warriors don't have a perimeter threat outside of Steph right now. Like, I don't th- like. I, I remember what I said about Andrew Wiggins. Uh, but against a Bucks team that's bringing back Giannis, presumably, and added Drew Holiday and didn't lose anything really, this is going to be a slaughter. It's, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, so if we take away the the Warriors and the Pelicans, what teams would we replace for those two games? Like against the Heat and the Bucks? What would be a good like, hey, Merry Christmas matchup? Uh, I, I the Heat, the Heat are such a boring team to play on Christmas because I think the hype with them has come from how gritty they are. Um. I think it just came from like the Cinderella story from last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, and and that's what. So, they, but as a team, okay. their their style is kind of boring. Yeah. Um. Nothing. So I don't really they're a think very they... grindy, grindy team. Even though, like you know, they have a lot of great, great names. Let me, let me think real quick. A fun matchup for the Heat. You uh, know what I think it would be? I put the Atlanta Hawks in there. The Hawks would be fun. The Hawks would be a good Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, and then for the Bucks, I know it's boring. Um, I would say either a top seed from the West, or barring that, um, actually, you know who would be fun against the Bucks? The Hornets. This is weird. I would want to see the Suns. Ooh, yeah, the Suns. Like, yeah, yeah. You... Like, like, like the CP three Devin Booker Suns. That'd be fun. I'm excited for that team. That's gonna be a fun team to watch. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, wow, this is, this is weird how we're talking about Hawks and oh, Suns on Christmas so, Day. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> what, what, what I will say, though, I understand, I understand why they're doing this, though, because the Warriors, they're still, you know, their, their, their dynasty isn't totally in the rear view yet, and they're still a huge brand name, and Steph Curry is still, you know, if not a top three talent, a top five talent when healthy, and is a top three to five name as well in the NBA, and Zion is still the biggest young star the NBA has had in years, um, coming straight off of this young. Um, so I understand why they're doing it. All right, all right. Let's move on. We have uh, Luka versus LeBron. This is going to be the matchup that I want to watch outside of the one that we just skipped. Um, Sammy, this is going to be a tough one to rank for me. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I, I've got the Lakers. You have the as Lakers? Much as I don't like the Lakers. Yeah, I got the Lakers. As much as I want the Mavericks to win, and even how much I've eaten my, you know, fruity pebbles and my vitamins and taken my prayer or whatever about Luca, I'm I'm still not I'm still not riding the Mavericks train. I'm not saying I'm not riding the Luca. I'm just saying the the Mavericks. No, team. I get it. I this, so. uh, uh my whole thing with the Mavericks, I I I can be persuaded to take the Lakers. Um, but Luca and the Mavericks always play them so so close. They actually do. They play. They. You know what I mean? Like they only lose by like yeah. five or six points per matchup, and it's always stressful. And a lot of the times, Luca and the Mavs lead at some point in the fourth quarter against the Lakers. And the other reason I was thinking the Mavericks could win that is the Lakers just got done playing like in October. You know they've got. They've gotten very little time off. They got this, you know, this similar and but new depending, squad. It, it, depending on how Schroeder, work out the yeah, kinks. depending on how Schroeder and and Trez uh, 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 gel and how quickly they gel, this could be a prime opportunity for the Mavs to you know get you know a statement win to start off the season that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially in the first week. So, uh, if the Mavericks win. Wouldn't be shocked, but I'm 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 taking the Lakers. You know, we'll, we'll we'll make it interesting. I'll take the Mavericks, but it'll be within like five points for me. Yeah, I think this this won't be like coming down to a buzzer beater. I think this is gonna be more like the 
maybe like the Mavericks are going to foul the Lakers. Yeah, it'll come down to like they're down by like yeah. one. They're going to be down by like two points. Yep. They send them to the free throw line. They you know go up by four. Mavericks get the ball back. Uh, they try to put up a three. They miss, and then, you know they foul again, and et cetera, et cetera. For sure. Um, and I guess that that was something else I completely forgot to ask while we were going through this list. So super quickly, do you see the Pelicans making the playoffs? No, I I, I think I said that before, but no, I I do not. Uh, I think, I think so many teams have improved and the Pelicans only lost Drew Holiday and Zion's health is still an X factor. So I don't, at at this point, no. All right. He, Miami's going to make the playoffs. They'll be a top four or five seed. Again. Uh, I think they get, I think they get eliminated in the semi. I, I I can see that. I don't make it. I don't see that. This is the Eastern conference. This is a young and emotional team. Um, so I think like there will be a little bit of a, uh, championship hangover syndrome with them. I can see that happening. Uh, and then now for the finale of the night, we have, uh, oh God, what I'm sure this is also going to be a foregone conclusion to be, uh, we have Clippers nuggets. The nuggets have the Clippers by the balls as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, why I'm, I'm begging you to do something, but I, I, yeah, I think the, at the moment, they do – this is kind of the vice versa with the whole Lakers-Mavericks game. I wouldn't be shocked if – I mean, the Nuggets have the Clippers. You know, they they own them right now. They have, they their, have number. their number. They could prove me wrong, but you know what? I got, I think I, I – the. I mean, the Nuggets lost Jeremy Grant, which, which is an underratedly big part of what they – of uh of of what they needed this past off like postseason, uh, but the Clippers lost a lot of glue. They're not uh, sticking with Trez. No, well, not even that. I feel like just emotionally, I feel like they're I and feel like they're not too. even a real team. But they've got a chance. They already coast. They've got a chance to. They already like, coast. I guess like shut the media up and be like, hey, we're not what you guys were making us out to be. Uh, but you know what? I think the Nuggets, you know, have got them, you know, are squeezing by the balls right now. They got a handful of it. They really do. Uh, they really do. But I think it's still going to be a close game. So I got the Nuggets winning. I have the Nuggets winning by 10. Uh, I think both teams are going to be top seeds. The Clippers will get, the Clippers at, at, at the very least win the games that they are by far supposed to win. They don't lose to bad teams, right? And when they turn it on, they are defensively excellent. I'm still very shocked that they haven't um, done anything in the so, free agency. They haven't done anything in free agency, but I think by that by the logic of last season, just having Paul George and Kawhi is enough to get you a top three seed in the West. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, plus, I think, I, I think Zubac is a very, very underrated big man right now. He's pretty underrated. He's not the best, but he's you know, he's underrated. He's not the best, but he's not you know the scrub the Lakers made out to be when they gave him away for like. But I'll be honest with you, even when I was watching Trez with the Clippers in the bubble, I was just kind of like, uh, there wasn't any, there wasn't something I wasn't digging him. He's a great he's a great energy guy, but I think because of all the personal issues that he was having in the bubble, and yeah. the lack of cohesion, you give Trez a better leader like a LeBron or a seasoned championship seasoned Anthony Davis. Oh boy. Uh, uh, well, listen, if you put anybody in that situation, they're going to be better. So I, I'm not even going to take that one. As a- so, <laughs> um, here, 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 here's something for you though. Do you think that the Clippers and the Nuggets are both top three seeds this season in the West? Absolutely. I agree with you. I was wondering 100%. what you were going to say. A hundred percent. I don't even think the Mavericks are in the top three in the West. They have a chance to shut me up again. They don't play defense. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't play de- offense. Wins games. Defense wins championships. Exactly. Um, and, 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 and I want to. And I, I want to give a shout out to to my boy Cameron Camito out there who says no. The defense is really no. Defense does matter in basketball. It absolutely does. Okay. Go look at that steal by MJ on Carl Malone. Go look at that block on LeBron James to Iggy. You look need what Bam Bam did to the Celtics. To win the games. Oh, what'd you say? You know, yeah. No, I agree with you, Cameron. Cameron, what'd you say? like, I, I, I know that you. I know that Cameron defends me a whole lot here, uh, on this show. But 
Oh, I Cameron, love Cameron to death. Matters. I love Cameron. Uh, but but you know what? I think Cameron, right. I think Cameron wants Sammy. to be on this show. I think he wants to be on an episode. So I think we well, should he, give him he, a shot. We, we, we can give him a shot if he wants. Uh, we can beat up on him. Um, <laughs> but so, Sammy, this, this, this leads us into our title fight. Because my Nets are back in the Christmas picture, baby, against your Boston Celtics. What happens on Christmas Day? Uh, you know what? I'm going to be brutally honest with you. I think the Nets are going to put it on the Celtics. Whoa! <laughs> I genuinely, as much as I'm a diehard Celtics fan, I cannot be biased. The Nets, the Nets are going to be good. They're going to be phenomenal. Uh, mm. I know we've got mm. Jason Tatum. I I know Jason Tatum is one of the you know one of the top players in the league. You know, with Jalen Brown, they've got a great duo. We got Kemba Walker coming back from his injury. Marcus Smart, uh, you know, coming from the bench, and you know we got Daniel Tice. Uh, he's great, but that still doesn't beat the fact that y'all have Ky- the only thing I the only thing that I'm hoping. Is if like Kyrie Irving has like an emotional day and he doesn't bring his A game, but still Kevin Durant is gonna carry the Nets and there's I, I don't I don't know I, I'm not saying I, I, I don't I don't know about the game I know the Nets are gonna win but I think the not, the, the the thing that I'm oh and we got Tristan Thompson Nets. I forgot yeah but the, the 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 thing that concerns me about the Nets against these Celtics is that as much shade as I threw against Jason Tatum, he is a he is be, he has become a brilliant two-way player. And while I'm not worried about the Nets offensively, obviously the Nets will have nothing to worry about offensively. Like defensively, like y'all have answers for us. Like Marcus Smart can probably Ugh. check up Kyrie Irving as a big thick guard, right? That's a, you know, defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah. Jalen Brown is a monster athlete, can match up with Karis LeVert pretty well. Uh, KD, I, I, I think Jason Tatum with how much he's evolved, and we don't know how KD is going to necessarily be with the rust. I don't, you know, as as offensively gifted. As, I think the, the Celtics can hold their own, but the Nets offense is just undeniable. Um, yeah. it's, it, is, it is the immovable object and the unstoppable force. However, I think that the Nets are have the potential to be a little bit deficient on defense. And the Celtics are a team that can take advantage of that. I'm not worried about Kevin Durant's offense because it doesn't rely on his athleticism. His defensive blossoming with the Warriors came with his athleticism. And I think that that Jason Tatum can possibly bother him enough to have y'all keep up with us. If we win, it's going to be because... I think the Nets are just not going to be gelled yet. I think they would just still be trying to figure out the kinks. That's the only way I could see the Celtics winning. But other than that, I I, I would not be betting on this game. If I did, <laughs> I would probably bet the Nets beating the Celtics in the Boston Garden. As yeah, much as I love my Celtics, but the Nets... Mind too, I, I've got Arkham... the Nets predicting to winning it all. Like True. Um, with that too, though, I don't think that we can ever count out Brad Stevens coaching, especially in a regular season game. But at in some the playoffs, point, you can. <laughs> the talent, the, like the Nets, have more playmakers on the offensive end. That's simply it. Like even even our bench unit. If you if you think Karis Levert belongs on the bench for a little while, like you have him and Spencer Dinwiddie running the bench. Joey Buckets has turned into a pretty good facilitator and distributor of the ball. And that's without even getting into Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Um, so, wow, that turned out to be a very short fight, didn't it? Um, uh, do you think well, that I mean, I guess when teams... we first, I think it's because when we first looked at the Christmas Day schedule, we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be going back and forth. And then once we start realizing, wait, who's on these teams now? Oh, like, 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 hurt. yeah. Like, yeah. oh, like, like, let's think mathematically <laughs> and like, you know, like really what, what this is going to be. I, I was I was saying that this was going to be a fight because I thought I wanted to make sure that my pick wasn't being homerish for the Nets to win, but 
like per the analysis, it it makes sense. That being said, a lot of these teams have new pieces. The Lakers have new pieces. The Nets have new pieces. We don't necessarily know how uh, 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 Drew Holiday is going to match up. Is going to mesh with Eric Bledsoe. Um, we don't know how much more efficient the Clippers might be without Trez's attitude. You know what I mean? So we don't know. Um, I'm just excited because of our personal rivalry. I can't wait to uh, uh, FaceTime you on Christmas Day, man. This is going to be a treat. Yeah. If only we could watch it in person together. Oh, that would have been such a beautiful time. Oh, and by the way, um, you only bought one jersey for Black Friday. (laughs) You bought one. How many did you buy? I only bought two. But I bought one authentic and one swing man. What did you get? Uh, I bought the Paul Pierce swing man city edition jersey. uh, Actually... They played it when they were. They wore the jersey when they were in Europe. So I like that jersey. It's got like the colors from the you know that's chill the, the Irish colors and their flag or whatever. And then I've got the Swingman Kevin Garnett number five NBA Finals jersey. So um, for our sixty five listeners, the sad thing about these Nets jerseys, like I said. Be, like even with our voting and our, and everything, you can't deny how popular they have been. Okay, <laughs> are you just saying that because they just sold out? <laughs> no, well, no, 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 no. I like I've I've had my eye on like the Kyrie's and the Kevin Durant's for a while now, and within a week they were all sold out at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, like the new ones, oh, wow. and then like the Derek Coleman ones and the Drazen Petrovic's, the tie dye ones, all sold out. I managed to get one, and I am so. <laughs> Very, very happy with my purchase. Um, Tell the listeners so what you can got. bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to be wearing that on Christmas Day. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I, I'm just glad that my team is back to some sort of cultural prominence. Honestly, Sammy, this is just like a victory tour for me, um, and that's fine. You can make fun of me all you want, but the fact that you agree with me just now. Um, how much do you believe in Jason Tatum? Does he become an MVP candidate for the Celtics next year? Mm. You gave him the Supermax. I mean, I believe he deserves the Supermax, but when you got guys like Giannis and LeBron, who's always in the... I mean, shoot, he's already in the talks right now for being an MVP winner before the he even steps on the court, which I don't know how it's already projected. And because then he does so Anthony much, Davis. Sammy. He does so yeah, – and Anthony Davis. Okay. Now, let's see. So, what? I mean, so I'm, I'm happy Jason got the contract, but maybe not this year, but for sure next season I see Sammy, Sammy, being Sammy. an MVP candidate. You're a big advocate of Jason Tatum. It's really damning I, for you to. I you know, I am welching what you. Yeah, you know, I I. Well, I hey, I never said he was gonna win multi. I mean, if he's gonna win an MVP, it's gonna be in the NBA Finals. So who get who who gets an MVP first, Luca or Jason Tatum? Oh, uh, Luca. Luca's just more popular. <gasps> it doesn't matter about popularity. Oh, it. Uh, Who's a better player right now, Luca or Jason Tatum? Tatum <laughs> yeah but yeah, but but yeah. popularity but but everyone loves Luca like Luca's got that America's smile and he's not even from America either he's got that like smile he's got the the good looking hair and yeah yeah actually Sammy, his team. As, as a Celtics fan can you like talk to Jason Tatum about his hair for me like when you get the chance it looks like a helmet it's gross. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Uh, I mean, that's why he's got to wear the sweatband. <laughs> yeah, I, but, like, I even with the sweatband, it's just weird. Can you just tell him to grow it out, please? Please, because no, it's so weird. No, I don't like his old hair, like, day one in the bubble. That was horrible. No, I liked, it, bad luck. I, I liked it. I liked it better than what he has. Like, it's it's weird, Sammy. Tell I'll him to get a fresh cut. Duke. Like, it's freaking me out. I'll ask his son Duke if he can persuade him it it looks like a swim cap yeah well teach says their own like please i would i would even rather him get cornrows and i hate cornrows just have him like it 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 looks like someone drew it on his head please please sam just talk with him it's the hey it's the fresh cut just talk with him fresh cut please i'll I'll, I'll shoot him a text 
I'll Sammy, shoot him a text. We're friends I, on Instagram. Sammy, I'm a Duke fan, and I can like acknowledge that. Please, please. Oh my God. You know why don't you talk? Um, be like, hey, from one Dukey to another. So I think you know we can we can we we can talk about this, but I think out of just sheer uh, talent on my team. I don't even think we need to bring this to our fans. Uh, the Nets win on Christmas, and Juju Fadudu, the flying Hawaiian, wins this lucky 13th Whatever. title fight. Whatever. Whoa, 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 whoa. 